Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Mm -hmm. Today is Saturday, January 30th, and this is for the week of January 30th through February 5th. So it was another quiet week last week in the U.S. and in the entire world. <laughs> Not really, uh, actually. Um, very active week last week, of course, uh, on a world level, on a country, nation level, individual level. Uh, a lot of activity last week. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Right now, this weekend, the sun is in Aquarius and the moon is in Virgo. So this weekend, the energy is most likely going to be pretty active. Mm. You might feel a little wired. Um, feelings of anxiety could be heightened. Uh, both Aquarius and Virgo have the need for speed. Mm. So you might be, you know, might be one of those things where like, you know, you're staying up late tonight. Uh, if you are anxiety, anxiety prone, you might be feeling extra anxious this weekend. But hopefully you can kind of detach from that a little bit and say, oh, well, moon's in Virgo, sun's in Aquarius. It's a little wacky out there. And maybe I'm picking up on some of those vibes but um, anyway, should be an active weekend. Happy Mercury retrograde. Oh, yeah. Today it is official. Mercury is retrograde. Today, Whoa. January 30th. For regular listeners of the podcast, we mentioned that last week you should have treated as if it already was Mercury retrograde. That's right. You want to give Mercury retrograde one week ahead of time before mm. it actually kicks in, and you want to give it one week after Mercury goes direct, treat that whole section as if it's Mercury retrograde and just be ready for anything. Um, so anyway, today it's Mercury retrograde. Today is January 30th, and Mercury will stay retrograde until February 20th. That is the day it will go direct, but I'd say still give it another week after that while Mercury is still in its storm. Mm -hmm. So February 27th, like things are going to settle down anytime soon in the world yeah. anyway. But uh, as far as Mercury goes, Mercury should settle down by February 27th. However, there's also a full moon on February 27th. Oh. So I don't know. Um, right. Let's see. Anyway, this past week, um, it's Mercury retrograde, which I love to use as an excuse, especially on this podcast. If my notes are a little out of order, like, yeah, it was Mercury retrograde. Oh, for sure. For um, sure. But, um, you know, I'm reading up, you know, every astrologer I'm reading right now is saying or seemingly saying that this Mercury retrograde is not going to be as big a deal because it's in the sign of Aquarius. And they're kind of pointing out that last year's Mercury retrogrades, the Mercury retrogrades of 2020, all took place when Mercury was in water signs. Mm. And they're saying now that this year, I believe most of the Mercury's Mercury retrogrades will take place in air signs, so you won't feel it as much. But at least in my world and in the world of friends and family that I've spoken to in the past week, we are feeling this Mercury retrograde pretty intensely before it even technically started. And... So I'm just going to kind of politely disagree. I think this Mercury retrograde in Aquarius is going to be more than a little funky. <laughs> uh, part of the reason for that is Aquarian energy is big picture energy. It's not detailed energy to begin with. Mm. The Aquarians I know are interested in their visions. They almost all have visions. 
for you know because again aquarius is is concerned with the group they're concerned with the big picture uh, they're not detail people necessarily they can be especially if they have a moon in virgo um yeah. they can be detail oriented you bet but aquarian energy in and of itself is not into the fine print so much so mercury is a is a planet that is dependent on attention to detail if it's going to function properly so if it's already in aquarius and then you throw a retrograde into it and then you also just throw the general stress that's out there in the world right now into it and um this could be a tricky one so we'll see yeah uh, but not necessarily you know yeah like anything you yeah. know regardless of what the planets are doing you got to live your life yeah i, I don't want you guys to think that we're putting all this doom out there or anything like that no but yeah. but you know we are putting out there that aquarian energy can be known for being spontaneous for for being surprising and for being a little bizarre at yeah. times which is fine i love bizarre stuff right. um but you throw that in as well, and uh, communications could be a little whatever over yeah. the next few weeks. But anyway, any Mercury retrograde, regardless of what sign it's in, is going to have its um, setbacks, drawbacks, delays, miscommunications. Um, but the best you can over the next few weeks, try not to let little miscommunications grow into bigger things. There are going to be these things with you and your partner or, or people you work with, whatever, where there might be these little miscommunications that someone takes the wrong way that just all of a sudden it explodes and becomes something much bigger than it needs to be. So whenever possible, just try to keep that uh, mindset, that frame of mind that, you know, hey, maybe it was just a small miscommunication and I just simply need to reiterate to that person what I said and maybe cooler heads can and will prevail yeah but you know while this uh while we're dealing with this mercury retrograde i tell you it is a great time to connect with people especially right now i think a lot of us have not seen nearly as much as uh, of our friends and family that we normally would see just this past week i just got in the habit of just calling friends who i hadn't spoken to in forever and it's yeah. just been fantastic to catch up with them and reconnect. Yeah. So I would definitely encourage anyone, if there's someone who's been in your mind, friend, family, get on the phone. Uh, I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. And the other thing with Aquarian energy is just people in general are more sociable during this time. Mm. You know, other times of the year you might be like, ah, I don't know what I'd say to them or I, I don't have anything to talk about. I haven't done anything this past year. It's just can't get anything done. I don't have anything new to talk about. But you might be surprised that people are going to be more receptive and want to talk. And even you, you might just be like, eh, I don't have anything to talk about, but I'm going to call them anyway. I'm not going to take myself so seriously yeah. right now. That is another great thing about Aquarian energy. It can detach. Um, you're not necessarily going to be in your ego as much as you might be at other times nice. of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else we got here? The planet Venus is going to enter Aquarius Ooh. on Monday, February 1st. And with that, we are going to have plenty of planets in Aquarius. So beginning, beginning Monday, the planets in Aquarius are going to be Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, Mercury, and the Sun. So if you like Aquarian energy, you are going to love this. Mm. If you don't like Aquarian energy... 
Uh, too bad, I guess. I yeah. mean, especially if you're a Leo, because, you know, Leo and Aquarian energy opposed. Oh, sure. So be sure to hug a Leo next week. <laughs> or, you know, if you are, if you can touch them. I don't know. If it's yeah, social distancing. Right, uh, right. Give them a virtual hug. There you go. So to speak. Um because uh, there's going to be a lot of wacky Aquarian energy out there. Mm. And um, Leos might feel a little bit out of place at times. But, um, you know, let's just, speaking of Leos, let's just jump right into this uh, Ask a Scorpio segment oh. of the show. As we know, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. She was born October 24th. And every week I like to ask Almy a question yeah. to get her Scorpio take on life. And Almy, this week uh, we're going to play a game that yeah. we've played before. Ooh. And in this case, the game is called Leo or Not <gasps> a Leo. Yay, I love these games. It's fun for y'all too to play along. I mean, I hope it is. It's fun for me. I don't know why. I just, I love guessing the signs. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's. So I have on me a piece of paper. Oh. Um, and I have a list of, I believe, nine oh. celebrities. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And you're going to tell me whether okay. or not they are a Leo or not a Leo. All right. Uh, and I've started this list. A few of them uh, have something to do with TV shows that nice. you and I watch Aww. or have been watching recently. One of those shows is called Servant. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Is he a Leo or not a Ooh. Leo? Ooh, what a good one. Um. I'm going to say Leo. He is. He's a Leo. Yeah. He was born August 6th. Nice. Another show we've been watching is The Mandalorian. Yeah. And one of our favorite scenes, I think it's from season one, so I don't think we're spoiling too much at this point, but uh, Carl Weathers, and there's a scene where he thinks Baby Yoda is trying to eat him. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to eat me. And that gives yeah. us a laugh every time we see it. Yeah. Carl Weathers, Elmy, is he a Leo or not a Leo? <laughs> um, I'm going to say not a Leo. Correct. He's yes. not a Leo. He's actually a Capricorn. Oh, okay. okay. Also on that show is one of my favorite comedians of all time. I'm still just the hugest fan of the show Strangers with Candy. Oh, yes. And she's gone on to do all kinds of stuff. I can't really keep up with all her achievements. But Amy <laughs> Sedaris, is she a Leo or not a Leo? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say not a Leo. She's not. She's actually an Aries. Okay, okay. Amy Sedaris is an Aries. Nice. Uh, this is from a show we haven't watched recently, but we did watch a show called Mr. Robot. Yeah. And on that show was an actor named Christian Slater. Yeah. Elmy, is Christian Slater a Leo or not a Leo? Ooh, you know, I could, I could, I could see Leo or Christian Slater being a Leo. I'm gonna say Christian Slater's a Leo. He actually is. He's a yes. Leo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I would have pegged him for. For whatever reason, I didn't see him as a Leo. Uh, if you were to ask me what did I think, I would have said like an air sign maybe. Oh. I was thinking more like a Gemini, Aquarius, Libra type of deal. But sure enough, Christian Slater is a Leo born August 18th. Nice. Uh, here's someone from another show we watched called Chopped. He also used to be on <laughs> Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Ted. Ted. Ted, Ted Allen. Is Ted Allen a Leo or not a Leo? Almy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hi, I'm Ted Allen. Um, I could really see that going either way. I really could. I see a lot of Leo attributes in Ted Allen. Um, I'm trying to think if he had a birthday over the summer. Um, I'll just say yes, he's a Leo. I'm sorry, Elmy. You've been chopped. <laughs> uh, Ted Allen is actually a Taurus. A oh, Taurus, yeah. Okay. May twentieth. He's right on the cusp of Taurus and Gemini. Oh. But I haven't done his chart or, or looked at his chart, but I could totally see some Leo being in there right? somewhere. Yeah. And if there isn't any, we'll just have to provide some. Okay. 
Um, Stanley Kubrick, for no reason. Just the famous director Stanley Kubrick. Was no. he a Leo or not a Leo? No. He actually was. What? Yeah. I thought he was a Scorpio for some reason. He was actually a Leo, born July 26th. Yeah. Oh. Get out, right? Okay. Um, okay. Jordan okay. Peele. Actually, I don't, that would have been a great transition, but, yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't know Jordan Peele's sign. Um, Lil Pump. Oh, my God. I have no idea. What a random... Well, first of all, have you heard of Lil Pump? Yes. Okay. I hadn't and... heard of Lil Pump. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trump mistakenly called him Lil Pimp. Oh. Um, <laughs> which is funny, because he was, like, talking to the guy, working with the guy on something, and just kept calling him Lil Pimp. Um, You know, I truly don't know, but you know what? I could kind of see that. I don't know a lot about him, but yeah, I'm going to say yes. Uh, yes, he is yes. a Leo. He was born August 17th. Two more to go. All right. Swedish author Stieg Larsson, who is famous for writing the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series. Leo or not a Leo? Oh, that's another one. You feel like that could go either way. I know even less about him than Lil Pump. Um, I'm going to say not a Leo. He actually is. Ah. Stieg Larsson was a Leo. And finally, from the show we were watching last night, I don't know if he's a regular, but he was in the episode of WandaVision. And he's also in the show Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah. His name is Randall Park. Is Randall Park a Leo or not a Leo Almy? Not a Leo. Correct. He's not a Leo at all. He's an Aries. Yeah. So thank you, Almy. Oh, thank you. Those are my favorite. For playing Leo or not a Leo and bringing your Scorpio perspective. I guess you brought it. I mean, that wasn't really a... But yeah, you did great. You did thank great. Thank you. Nice. Was that Randall Park? I thought that was John Krasinski. Never mind. That was a joke oh, in the was office. A joke. I thought yeah. so. Yeah, Good yeah, job. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, oh. I need to watch more episodes of The Office. Well, you can't on Netflix, and I'm not buying Peacock. We have too many streaming services, so oh. we could reenact them. There you go. Yeah, that's an idea. Yeah, I'll keep us busy uh, this weekend while the moon's in Virgo and the sun's in Aquarius, and we're all wired anyway. They'll give us something to do. Perfect. Yeah, play charades tonight. Okay. Anyway, so um, last week I was um, pontificating a little bit and theorizing, if that's the right word. Okay. And what I was looking at was Pluto, the planet Pluto. I still call it a planet. And I was saying that last Monday, Pluto was going to be shifting one degree. And I thought that might bring with it some chaos, potentially, or just some... Just something, you know, and it was an eventful week, um, especially with all that GameStop stuff, the stuff happening on Wall Street, the stuff with Robin Hood. And, you know, again, the sun changes degrees, basically one degree a day. The moon's going to change degrees. Um, man, I'm forcing myself to do math. <laughs> uh, maybe 10 degrees a day. But in the case of Pluto, it moves one degree like once every nine months, like once a oh. year. So... I think that when Pluto budges even just a little bit, it's going to bring with that uh, some power plays because power and Pluto go hand in hand. Pluto is all about power, power struggles, power within relationships, uh, and yeah, power within governments and power within you know people, that kind of stuff. And on top of that, just with all this Aquarian energy out there right now, which will be staying with us for years to come, there will be these continued power struggles. Um, the United States is experiencing its Pluto return. Pluto is now in uh, Capricorn. It will soon be shifting into Aquarius. I mean, that's a few years from now. But basically, where Pluto is at the moment is around the same placement it was 
in the 18th century when the United States was coming into existence. And now that it's experiencing its Pluto return, uh, it's being forced to reconcile things that have not been working. Uh, Pluto is one of those things where it's not... Um, it's going to make the changes that are necessary, whether you want them to happen or not. Pluto says this is the way it has to be. Pluto, this is the way. Yeah, Pluto represents death. Death is, of course, the ultimate thing in life. We, we all die, um, and that's Pluto's domain. It's also about transformation, though. But usually, whatever is not working, Pluto just burns it down to the ground uh, to build it back up, um, and it's not necessarily pleasant. Um, you know, Saturn is a planet that also is concerned with eliminating what's not working, but Saturn usually wants to keep the same system in place, the same structure, and just eliminate the portion or the parts that aren't working, whereas Pluto is just comes in with the wrecking ball and says, you're done. <laughs> so what, what am I rambling about? I don't really know anymore. Okay. But anyway, Pluto was at 24 degrees Capricorn, Okay. And then on Monday, it shifted to 25 degrees Capricorn. And I had my eye on that. And I was just thinking, eh, it could be some power plays coming in this week. Um, and, you know, we saw the stuff with Robin Hood and GameStop, uh, which, you know, I know people have some very, very, very strong opinions one way or the other about what took place there. But at the end of the day, uh, a big part of it is simply the big guy versus the little guy. And the power struggles and um, Robin Hood stepping in and saying, you know, we'll let you buy these stocks. We won't let you sell them, uh, perhaps overstepping their bounds. Um, people saying, you know, that, that's really the SEC that should be making those types of decisions, not a brokerage firm. You know, I think about my dad being a stockbroker, my stepmom being a stockbroker and trying to picture like if they had a client who said, I want to sell this stock. And then my dad or my stepmom said, uh, well, no, you can't. Um, that doesn't really seem right. No. But that's what happened. Um, I personally have some money with Robinhood. I have a whole $100. Yeah. And I considered canceling Wolf my- Wolf of Wall Street right yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but you know, I'm, I'm making a lot of money off my stocks. I have 0. 0.015 shares of Tesla. Mm. I don't even own one share of Tesla. I have 1.5% shares mm, that's how you do it in the big leagues yeah i got about twelve dollars in, mm. in tesla okay and i've made about three dollars so oh, far man so part of me wanted to just diamond hands right yeah here. i got those diamond hands <laughs> to yeah. the moon <laughs> that was a term we, we learned last week diamond hands yeah um so part of me wanted to just give robin hood the middle finger and pull my 100 dollars and really no, show but you them you got those diamond hands you're yeah. holding strong but i'm like you know until yeah. i get a little more cheddar yeah. in the action I'm I'm just gonna leave it for for the time being. You, you know, can if I ride was, it to the moon, baby. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's like to invest thousands or even millions of dollars. I imagine you would have a far stronger opinion about what took place. But anyway, uh, I'm rambling again. But while and a lot of astrologers also pointed out last week. Well, first of all, there was a full moon, so there's going to be some electricity, and Uranus is in Taurus. And as we know, while Uranus is in Taurus, while it has been and will continue to change the way money works, to change the way we use money, to change the way we look at money, and these types of things are going to keep taking place as long as Uranus is in Taurus. Um, there was also some squares last week that might have triggered this event as well, that kind of a stuff. 
But, um, you know, long term, as long as Uranus is in Taurus and it will be for the next couple of years, it's just going to be you're going to see some swings in the market. If we remember uh, the last time Uranus was in Taurus, it was around the time of the Great Depression in the United States. It was around the time Social Security came into existence. And back then, you know, uh, that's the idea of some kind of guaranteed pension seemed probably pretty absurd to people that that would exist mm. or that they would have to pay in yeah. to uh, help other people that they don't know. But again, Uranus rules Aquarius. They're looking at the group, what's good for the group, not what you want to do with your money, but what needs to be done so that everyone can just live or at least have some food you know, and shelter and that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I fully believe by the time Uranus leaves Taurus this time around that there will be basic income. Uh, regardless of whether people think that should happen or not, I think the Uranus and Taurus influence is going to create that. Uh, universal basic income or Uranus basic Whoa, income? Whoa, that is hey a good question. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly see that coming. Um, because back in the day, it probably made no sense to people that there would be this Social Security stuff. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people who don't think that there should be basic income. But again, anything Aquarian, anything Uranus, it's never personal. You know, it's just like, no, this is happening. And it's going to happen. It has to happen. It's happening. Uh, yeah. On. And everything seems impossible or strange or absurd until it happens. Yeah. It's like Henry Ford said something like, if I had asked my customers what they wanted to see in an automobile, they would have told me to make faster horses. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there was a time when it was unimaginable that everyone would have a private automobile and that we'd drive it down the streets. Yeah. People were riding horses. And this wasn't even in like the 1800s, right? It was like in the 1900s. So... You know, everything seems weird until it happens, and then it's normal until the next weird idea comes around. So I'm intrigued to see what will happen um, here, because it seems like there have been a lot of noticeable shifts, yep. right, in the landscape, mm -hmm. in culture, in politics. And it's always interesting to just have a non-judgmental but uh, curious point of view and to see how it unfolds. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah, yeah, because Aquarian Energy always asks what's possible. And it doesn't necessarily look to the past for its inspiration. It just says right now, and, and it looks towards the future, what's possible? What can we do to modernize things, to make things more efficient? And again, some of these ideas coming over the next few years, some of them are going to be fantastic. Some of them will, will truly be nutty. Like, where the heck did that idea come from? Um, but again, yeah, there's just a lot of, this, uh, a lot of these changes coming along and uh, a lot of life is going to continue to change and continue to look different than, than it used to. Um, anyway, uh, for this week at least, um, just looking at my day planner here, um, could potentially be another uh, eventful week. Um, Monday at least, the moon will be squaring Mars. So I'm sorry, the sun will be squaring Mars. So that could lead to some miscommunications as well, in addition to the Mercury retrograde we're all already dealing with on Monday. Uh, if possible, I'd say uh, try to put things off on Monday into uh, to Tuesday, although Tuesday could make for a stressful Groundhog Day. I'm sorry. I'm sure a lot of you have uh, Groundhog Day plans, and Tuesday is Groundhog Day. But the moon will be squaring Pluto that day. Mm. So just keep in mind, uh, people might be a little prickly that day. Oh. Our emotions might be, uh, we might go to the dark side, so to speak. But at the same time, remember that um, those are projections. It's not necessarily the truth. 
but um, you might feel a little heavy on Tuesday. Um, the moon will be in Libra, at least, on Monday and Tuesday. So the moon is going to be trying to uh, look at the lighter side of life. You know, Libra wants to be happy, be sociable, be friendly. So at least we got that going for us. But uh, the Libra moon is up against it a little bit Monday and Tuesday with what the other planets are doing. Wednesday, the moon's going to get into Scorpio. And when the moon's in Scorpio, usually that means, um, you know, obviously feelings, emotions can become mm. a little more intense. There might also be things that you've been putting off that you need to all of a sudden deal with. Mm. And the Scorpio moon's going to kind of force you to do that. At the same time, the Scorpio moon's going to maybe help you to do that. Mm. Certain things that had seemed scary might seem a little less scary starting Wednesday when the moon's in Scorpio. If there are any um, changes in your life you need to make or things you need to deal with, because, you know, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. And as we talked about, Pluto energy is about transformation, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of squares taking place Wednesday and Thursday. And again, when planets form squares, that causes friction, tension, shifts in the stock market, potentially, like we witnessed last week. Um, in this case, it's basically Scorpio and Aquarius butting heads. The Scorpio moon is going to form a square with all those, oh man, with all those Aquarian planets I mentioned. You know, mm. the moon's going to form a square with Venus because Venus is in Aquarius. It's going to form a square, a square with Saturn. Saturn's in Aquarius. Mm. It's going to form a square with Jupiter. It's going to form a square with the sun. It's going to form, oh my gosh. So we got a lot of squares uh, on Wednesday and Thursday. Maintain your humor and sanity whenever possible. <laughs> but, it, and we got Mercury retrograde on top of it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wednesday and Thursday. Um, do your best. Do your best to stay level. Meditate a little longer. Um, you know, that's the other thing. There's not a lot of water in out there right now. Um, with the exception of the moon being in Scorpio for a couple of days, the only planet in water at the moment is Neptune. So you might want to try to bring some water into your life a little bit, whether it's just taking a bath. If oh. it's about being around water, like we live near a reservoir, we might take more walks around the reservoir to be closer to water. Um, that kind of a thing. Um, but also emotionally, you know, when there's not a lot of water out there, emotionally, you might feel like, ah, no one's really listening to me. No one's, it's hard to connect emotionally with people right now. I don't feel like I'm being understood. You know, all that touchy-feely uh, stuff that water signs are, are good for and that we, we, we need as humans, you know. So um, really try to take it easy on yourself uh, in the middle of this week if, if you're feeling that kind of stuff. Um, by Friday, the, the moon will enter Sagittarius. And as always, my, my, my hope with, uh, when the moon's in Sagittarius is that humor will return, uh, uh, maybe a little, um, seeing things from a different perspective and, and just the overall lightness might return a little bit starting next weekend. And that would be, um, Friday, February 5th, Saturday, February 6th, that kind of a deal. Nice. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's looking like it could be another eventful week this week, around the middle of the week. Um, and just uh, hopefully, as I mentioned, you're also reconnecting with friends. You might, so that might make you feel a little bit connected if things get a little uh, dicey this week. Mm. But um, as always, we're going to get through it one way or the other. And uh, we love you. Thank you, as always, for listening. And I'm going to turn it over to Elmi to lead us through a deep breath. All right, everyone. I always like to take a couple of deep breaths at the end just to, you know, refresh, get centered. I've gotten feedback that it makes people feel good. So let's do it. Um, get comfortable. Close your eyes if you like. 
And all together, let's slowly, there's no rush, take a nice deep breath in. And now slowly release. Awesome. Let's do one more just like that. Ready? Slow deep breath in. And slowly release. Oh, and uh, real quick, now that I'm nice and relaxed, thanks to Almy, <laughs> I wanted to mention that Almy has another meditation track oh. up on the app called Insight Timer. Almy, can you just tell the folks real quick the name of the app if they want to find it, or the name of the uh, meditation? Absolutely. Um, so the app is Insight Timer. And to find my meditation, search Almy Rose or one word A Rose. That is my username. The uh, name of this particular meditation that I just did, I believe, is called Law of Attraction, Wealth, and Abundance. And it is about bringing wealth and abundance into your life. You just listen. You can repeat some mantras, I say. You can repeat them out loud or to yourself. And it might help you um, get that, that abundance that you need. Um, so, yes, check that out. Insight Timer. Search Almy Rose or A Rose. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate all of your support, and we hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.